Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns. What up? We are missing one person. We are we're down a Bernston. We are down a Bernston <laughs> because he had to move. He had to he had to do the things and move. The palatial estate uh overrun by cats. And it's time. Well, to he's actually, from what I understand, he's leaving the palatial estate to just the cats and Ben. Right. Which has jacked, jacked up the cat to male ratio in a way that is unacceptable. I mean, just destroyed at this point. The uh, it, 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 I, I, I don't even know what the mathematical formula would be uh, for and, now. And left to his own devices, I can actually see Ben having, you know, five, six, seven cats. Yeah. Just. Just roaming around the palatial estate. They're definitely going to take over. And those cats are going to have cat buddies and then cat babies. It's going to get it's going to get out of hand. Yeah, they're going to tell two friends and they're going to tell two <laughs> friends. And that's like 20 people right there. <laughs> and then if you get your three friends to sell it, then, then their three <laughs> friends sell the cat. We all make money. Anyway, and I said you put the crackers <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> Good job. Uh, so down Brian, but he will be back uh, next week. So uh, enjoy your new palatial estate, Brian. Uh, let us know mm. how it is. Give us a postcard. Indeed. Sure, it has its own zip code. Uh, listen, though, I want to start this week off uh, by telling you two things. Number one, if this is your first time ever listening to the show and have no idea what that cat joke was, go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com. You'll learn a little bit about the show, a little bit about us, and you'll understand that cat joke. You're welcome. And in Brian's absence, I will say you should listen to episode 100. Oh, that's uh, I think that's called Welcome to the Club. Uh, I think it's Welcome to the Club. Yeah, well, that is our hundredth episode, and was a good one, guaranteed. I was not, I was not prepared for you to take up Brian's mantle. Well, I had to take up the mantle. I had to wear the cowl. Episode one hundred. Welcome to the club, nerd. That's a very good episode. I, I really enjoyed our one. Yeah, I figured I could, I could, uh, I could just lean back on that one, feeling comfortable. If you, <laughs> if you try to use the Konami, the Konami code on our website now, it does not work. And also the <laughs> and also the slap event, the GoFundMe for the slap event is no longer up and running because it's it's right around the funded. right around the yeah. corner. It's funded. We're we're there. Yeah, we're gonna make a T-shirt of CJ getting uh, slapped in the face. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna hurt. All right. Uh, last bit of of housekeeping too. If you're listening to my voice right now on the day that we drop this episode, you gotta pick up the comfiest hoodie i've ever owned in my entire We're both life wearing it it's super comfy it's so great and patreon supporter megan she wears hers as well she knows how ridiculously comfy it is 15 percent off and free shipping on cyber monday at shop.thatcanonerd.com again it's 15 percent off and free shipping at shop.thatcanonerd.com use the promo code cybersale and you'll get that offer it is a one day only cyber monday deal only so if you're listening to this the day it comes out go snag some that kind of nerd swag Get 15% off, get free shipping. Now, let's put the show on the road. And I want to talk about the world of comics. I want to talk about how it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies, but really right now, I mean, honestly, how it's affecting Josh Burns. And Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Brian, take it away. Cape Talk. He may not be here right now, but god damn, he's in every episode. We still have his voice. Still there. So, uh, license property. <laughs> we own that voice. <laughs> it's ours. <laughs> cannot take it. You cannot have it. Uh, the DC, uh, the CWDC crossover event is coming up, and they decided to give us a little taste of something that we've been asking for, which is show us Batwoman. Uh, they put out an Elseworld Batwoman teaser. Not only did we get to see Batwoman. Uh, in the flesh, but we also got to see 
Barry Allen as the Green Arrow, which I still can't wrap my that head. That was around. strange, right? Yeah, that, you just look at it going, oh, I, but that's not right because Cisco's right next to him. You're just like, that's right, but what is going on with the hood? Right. Uh, but first off, uh, Gotham City looks pretty cool. Uh, Batwoman looks awesome. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to see this. She looks just fantastic. I think I think looks yes. Um, I I'm not I'm not thrilled with what we know about the characters. Sort of uh, yeah, the philosophy that you that's yeah behind all that. yeah I, I, yeah I, I the get. motivations. I'm not I'm not crazy about that. But seeing uh seeing Barry in the Arrowhood is very interesting to me. Um, especially since I've been rewatching Flash from episode one, and I'm I'm almost three episodes, I'm almost three seasons complete in a week. Right. I, um, it's awesome. I want to I want to note one thing though. Something that this Elseworld is setting up is the fact that we are in Gotham City, right? So we're there. Uh, Elseworld being that this is a different continuity and a different universe, so whatever happens in this isn't going to affect the overall universe, right? But in this place, they say Batman is a myth, right? So any hopes of seeing the Cape Crusader is going to be dashed, and that's why Batwoman's there is because Batman's nowhere to be found. No one knows. Well, that's where not he necessarily is. true. That's not necessarily true. So the the first Elseworlds um, thing that I watched was um, Gotham by Gaslight, which right. was but on the on the DC universe, and it very much uh, it was a Batman story. So you, I, I I do think there will be elements of Gotham, Batman, blah 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 blah. Um, elsewhere, the Elseworlds just means that it's this has nothing to do right. with. And, and right. that's what I'm saying. In this Elseworld, in this universe, in this storyline. Yeah, there's we're not going to see Batman. Anyone who's hoping, fingers crossed that we're going to get a CW Batman is no. not happening. I mean, we but also, we but also the bat everyone should watch with uh, Gotham by Gaslight on, on the, the DC, DC universe. universe app. Please do. It's amazing. It's a Jack the Ripper story. You should watch it right now. And again, if you work for DC Universe, uh, hi, talk to us, please. Hey, over here, we could use uh yeah, we could use a promo code over here. That kind so of nerd. We can help you out. Uh, DC Universe slash that kind of nerd. That'd be good. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a good one. Don't use that right now. It doesn't work. doesn't do you anything. Don't do that. No, we're working on it. We're working on it. All right. Um, listen, I talked about this uh, a little bit with a couple other people, and I'm real curious to get your opinions because you and I haven't talked about this. We got our first trailer for Once Upon a Deadpool. Uh, and the only funny thing about this trailer was Fred Savage making fun of the fact that they're not really Marvel and that, you know, they're yeah. licensed by Fox. Sure. I, I like and they're in this like. Look, what is I, this movie? I don't I, no, understand. I think, I think I think we've said I I do think we have said enough about this, which is it's a PG thirteen Deadpool. If you you know have children that have never heard the word fuck, maybe take them to see this. Um, but I, I'm I'm not ever like my children won't go see it. Obviously, right? Um, because it's uh. How can I? It's an abomination. Is really, um, it's like it, watching it just, Die Hard on an airplane, right? And hearing Yippie Okaye, Mother Trucker. Well, no, I mean it. You know, it's it's like watching a Quentin Tarantino film. Okay, on on, on TNT. TNT. Yeah, yeah, right, right on. Why? Right, why are we? Why are we doing this? What is the point of this? Right. It's just not like if you're gonna have Deadpool, then have Deadpool. Right. But don't please, for the love of God, don't censor. Deadpool. That's just. Here's my question: Is 
there is going to be obviously something different, right, about this movie. There's going to be something new, some shot footage that we haven't seen. In the trailer, it was like, oh, I loved you and Up, right? He's sitting on a bench with an old couple. There's there's going to be bits that are in this movie that are not in the movie that we saw. So, like, to get a, to, I mean, to be a completionist, get that achievement badge, essentially, in our life, do they're you not going to be, but movie? they're, but they're, but they're not going to be essential to the plot. No, no, no. Guess, but it's just going to be like, right, a joke. right. So, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Find, who cares? Find it on YouTube later. Be like, yeah, someone put up. Yeah. The, what's yeah. different? Because, than, because what's YouTube will give you the different, they'll, they'll, oh, here's what's different between the PG 13 and the rated R Deadpool. And then I can just watch it there. And who cares? I mean, seriously, I, I'm not like, a, I'm not angry about it. I'm not like I'm not Brian. I'm not Brian right. about it. My 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 other question is this: If you're around, if you're a teenager, right, and you were you really liked Deadpool one, like you saw it, right, because that's the only reason you would want to see Deadpool two, and you didn't find a way to sneak into a rated R movie, do you deserve to even see a PG thirteen <laughs> version of this? If you are a teenager, right, the target audience for this is someone who's like thirteen, fifteen area, right. If you can figure out a way to sneak into a radar movie, I don't think you get I don't think you deserve to see Deadpool PG. I got to tell you, I think that most of the people that want to see this uh are, you know, 11 years old. And and the the people that, you know, wanted to see the actual Deadpool, they have friends that work at the theater taking the tickets and they just let them in. Or, you know, they pirated the movie. If if they're just like, "Yeah, you're not getting in." They're just like, "All right, I'll just go on the internet." And- oh, I don't, I'm not sure what pirating a movie means. What is that? Exactly? <laughs> like, you know, Cody or some other uh, I don't I don't know uh, any of the things. Don't, don't even know the thing. All right, all right. I'm not aware. I'm not aware of any of this. All right, so we've obviously uh beaten the zombie horse. Uh, to death that Brian <laughs> beats to death with The Walking Dead. So let's let's move on. I do want to talk uh, a little bit about the the smaller screens, right? The ones that we see every day, uh, TV, right? Streaming services and the segment that we call Screen to Stream. The trailer that really just made the internet stop in its tracks, going, "Oh, what are you doing? I don't give a shit what you're doing. You're watching this. Stop what you're doing and watch this right now." The Lion King live action trailer uh, dropped. Oh, dude, it was so good, so good. I mean, like, it's just Mufasa doing a little bit of voiceovers and we're just seeing the animals and the circle of life thing. But yeah, I'm, I'm watching it with Laura and I'm like, how'd they get that monkey to lift that lion? <laughs> She's like, it's CGI, you idiot. And I'm like, but there's a monkey the lifting monkey a lion. Is that don't that's tell- not CGI. It's a real monkey and a real lion. Right. So how'd they get that real monkey <laughs> to lift that real lion? That's what I want to know. I'm like, I'm over here watching it going, this is not CGI. There's a real monkey lifting a real lion. I want to know how it's done. How is it done? How is it done? How is it done? And where's Elton John? It was really great. And and there was a a, a post I saw on, on Twitter where it was comparing the animated movie to this movie uh, frame by frame on, on that. And it syncs up really closely. My, I mean, here's my question. Was that... Um, was that new James Earl Jones audio, oh, yeah. or was that audio no. from the from the anime? That is that is, I, that is new James Earl. Jones. Is it? Yes, you can hear his voice. It's it's changed a bit. Oh, I I didn't I didn't compare. I didn't go back to Lion King compare. Oh, it, I didn't it either. Sounded, I know it sounded, it sounded, it sounded to me like it was the original audio. No, it's 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 definitely something new. Uh, but okay. James Earl Jones's voice just hasn't changed. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> Like we're gonna be fine with James Earl Jones sounding the same yep. uh, as he sounded they could, since the they could since since the Great White 
since the great white hope, right. we're going to feel like he has the same voice until he dies. And then we're all going to be like, oh, we've lost the fucking voice of a generation. Absolutely. Uh, you, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, too. James Earl Jones could maybe be in the booth and doesn't deliver a take, which, by the way, I don't think happens at all. But just like doesn't deliver it. And they're just like, we'll just use it from the, the animated. We will. OK. Yeah, James, we're just going to use the animated version. Uh, when you said remember who you are because you've said it we have enough takes we got we you have enough We're good takes. thank you you're good um i i was so i have questions still first off i already have it like yes you already have my ticket shut up i'm already there of course it's already there okay i want to hear seth rogan i want to hear i want to hear billy eichner and i want to hear john oliver billy eichner as uh like timon yeah Right. I mean i like i saw the and like i'm timon and pumba billy eichner and seth rogan which, by the way, and I'm I, fine with on paper. I just want to hear it. You, well, the thing is, uh, I must have forgotten that that, that was going to happen. So right. at the end of the trailer, when I saw Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen, I'm like, oh, my God, that's Timon and Pumba. Yeah. And I like something inside me leapt with joy. <laughs> like this, this is ridiculous that this is going to be Timon and Pumba because Billy Eichner, the only thing. Every time I see his name, I think you don't even know. <laughs> and, like, and I see him I, in Parks and Rec. I think Billy on the street, like yelling at me. Which no, which I see same. Parks and Rec. Billy Eichner yelling at me and like yelling at Don. I have to go. Home. You don't even know. And I just lose my shit. And then Seth Rogen is such like a like a <laughs> yeah. It's the <laughs> laugh. I the Seth Rogen laugh obviously just has to make it in giggly stoner laugh, right? Like I want, I like I want it. It's great. I mean, this is gonna be so good. And then Donald um, Glover I'm as not, Simba. That's gonna be of, so. Of, freaking I mean, cool. of course, as Simba. But like, like in comparison to JTT, no Matthew Broderick. Uh, I'm thinking about like this trailer in comparison to the Dumbo trailer. Oh God, saw, Dumbo is terrible. Which looked like dog awful. shit. The CGI it looks just, awful too. Ugh. Everything was awful. Everything about it bad. You, you've got this live action Lion King, which looks amazing, right. and then juxtaposition Dumbo looks fucking terrible. Right, but but that's also because you have John Favreau on on one side with Yay, hi, I know how to make good movies with animated CG lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. Then you have Tim Burton over here going, everything's dark. No, oh, Tim Hi. Burton's terrible. So, my, uh, yeah. Colin Farrell. I'm going to use Colin Farrell as my focal point. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> Said no one ever. Uh, so, uh, listen, obviously, this was the trailer that, that won this week. It did win. Uh, very curious to hear how loyal Disney fans and people who have such affinity for the animated series feel about this. So uh, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, at that kind of nerd. Tell us what you think. I will say this. As a as a parent of a young child right now who is obsessed with Lion King, uh, I, I'm waiting to show her this trailer first just to see how she like feels about it. But I have listened to Matthew Broderick's performance in the original Lion King, and that motherfucker was phoning it in. <laughs> just oh my! Everyone around him doing. So, I mean, Jeremy Irons is just so impressive in everything he does, and you got James Earl Jones doing his voiceover work, and and then even Mr. Bean, right? I don't know the real actor's name, Mr. Rowan Atkinson. Thank you, uh, Bean Zazu, just doing a phenomenal job. And there's Matthew Broderick. Just I'm here for a paycheck. No murderer. Say you know what? You didn't like really his voice acting like is Sam- terrible. Listen to okay. like. 
I, I'm stuck in a car, right? Listening to the Lion King instead of watching. I'm listening to it, and I'm like, man, Matthew oh, Broderick's right. really phoning it in. That's interesting. I, I don't think I've ever no one should and not watch. Yeah, no one should never do that. It's just a dumb thing that parents have to deal with. I mean, I'm a parent, but I don't, I still don't think I've ever listened to the Lion King and not watched. But that's that's an interesting take that I don't think I've ever heard anyone. Oh yeah, it's a hot take. Oh, it's a oh, it's a hot, it's a hot take, take for sure. Curious to hear how that. I'm gonna get hate mail, aren't I? Hate. Yeah, uh, I think you will. Goes <laughs> to me you this will. week. Yeah, uh, I think you will. Hate hate mail at thatkindofnerd.com is actually a, a place you can send email to. Right. So I gotta I, just send it send it to me. <laughs> uh, I got a I got a fan suggested topic that I, I had to address as well, and I, I'm sure that this missed you, Josh. This is definitely not something that ever came on your radar, which is Kim Possible, uh, which was a 2002 uh, Disney animated series. Uh, yeah. it, it started. Uh, it, it was. Uh, listen, I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was. It was really good. Uh, really, just funny. And they're doing a live action remake, uh, a live movie. And now, if you go into the show notes, you can see some pictures that they have of the cast. But the the question that I got from our fan uh, was. What the hell are they doing to Dr. Draken and Shigro? Like what what is what is up with this? So if you look at, at the at the show notes, you'll see the picture. They did a good job with, with Shigro, in my opinion. She looks really great. And that character, by the way, was just so well rounded, so sassy, so smart, so fierce that this actress looks the part. But this guy being the doctor makes a, a I just have questions about their choices. Uh, but I mean, I'm curious as the outsider perspective, Josh, what what you see when you look at it? Are you, you like, oh yeah, that that makes sense? I'm not even sure what this is. <laughs> um, Can you say that with I, an old man voice? That would just be that would help me. No, I no, I, I look because I'm not because I'm not an old man. Like I'm I'm just okay. not. I, I I'm looking at it going. I mean, this guy looks as weird as the cartoon guy. The chick looks the same as the cartoon chick. Yeah, so, yeah, she pulls that off really well. Like I'm, I'm fine with it. I don't have, I don't have a problem. Is there, is there, like, is there outrage? Not so much outrage, but a lot of people are saying that the costumes look really cheap. Like they look like pajamas. And some people um, are saying they look like Party City models, and that, like, I'm sure well, what you're actually going to get. I think a lot of time. Uh, I think a lot of the time when you take things out of animation and make them real life, then they don't. White look right right <laughs> how can you how can you possibly replicate animated costumes so the other in real the life? big complaint too comes around dr draken's face the the, the actor's face with this blue like rash thing that looks like when uh thor got electrocuted by the grandmaster uh going like that, we don't see a lot of like that just looks like it was really hastily slapped on you know i gotta tell you when whenever it's funny. Whenever I hear animated faces, animated things don't look like they they do like in in you know in live action, right? So what? Whenever I get this like live action uh, translation, translate. It's not just translation. It's like it's like criticism or or, or whatever. Sure. The thing that I think about is um, it's funny. It's Phineas and Ferb, right? Because I think immediately about the most ridiculous thing I could think of. And Phineas and Ferb is about the most ridiculous thing I can think yes. of. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, and, I, and, I, and I understand the reference. Um, thinking about how could you do Heinz Doofenshmirtz live action? 
And the answer is you, can. you you really can't. And if you if you if you put everything in that sort of spectrum, then you realize almost anything you want to do animated in in live action, you really really can't do. You almost have to sort of just go I got to rewrite this all together. Like, I mean, and Scooby-Doo was the same. Right. I, that, that's the one right there where I thought of, which was Scooby-Doo. But, but that's right. And so, like, I, I, I go back to that as Scooby-Doo was the thing of my childhood that can't cannot be replicated in live action. And, and, and now that I'm an adult and I've seen things like Phineas and Ferb, and that's where I go, um, I'm sure Kim Possible... Um, was a thing it's i'm sure not also sure not as popular as finney's and ferb but i'd say that when i when i look at the two what uh, successful animated series i don't really think i would be salty about a doofenshmirtz that wasn't a hundred percent accurate because he was so ridiculous right and I think that Kim Possible is probably the same thing, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, when you really put it in that perspective, and you add like the larger picture Th- to that's it, what I, I, that's what I, I'm. That's what I'm doing. Is I'm no, saying, I get you. As a, and see, this is the thing that's it's. I do know those characters. I do like that show. I was the target demographic for it. Like, so to me, it, when you brought up Scooby Doo, I thought it was a, actually a really good analogy of like. I was like, oh yeah, whatever. Live action Scooby Doo, it, it just is what it is. Everyone's just like Shaggy. That guy playing Shaggy is terrible and. Fred doesn't have an ascot. How come Fred doesn't have an ascot? Like, guys, it's like early early two thousands. Like, you really want someone wearing a fucking ascot some places? Um, yeah. I, I guess I guess it comes down to this. There's obviously it's it's kind of ready ready for a sports term. Here we go. It's a lot of armchair quarterbacking going on on this one. Going, I obviously could have done better. Uh, cosplayers out there do a better job than than these guys, and they've got Disney money on them. And just like, yeah, well put repeatability into that, right? Like they, they shoot for maybe a couple hours and then they've got to put the makeup back on again, you know, it, uh, three hours later, two days later in the exact same spot because they're doing the exact same scene over again. They're going to use that cut. Um, I don't know. It looks, it looks interesting. And, and I think Mr. Chambers, sir, uh, for suggesting this topic, because uh, I, I definitely am a child that watched that show and, and really enjoyed it. Mr. Chambers, sir. Oh, yes. Who's Mr. Chambers, uh, sir? Uh, Arad Chambers. Oh, all right. All right, but Josh, here's something that you can get behind, right? Something that you do have knowledge of. We, we, we've we got a, a cross scene of something that we've talked about before. Scrubs, eh? which yeah, we love. Love which Scrubs. Yeah. And Fortnite. Love, love, love. And Fortnite, which we've talked what? about. No. And what? you know Fortnite what? about the dancing. I know the dances. Yeah, okay. Good, because that's what we're talking about this week, which is Donald Faison is a little, a little angry. And by a little angry, I mean, they seem pretty angry. Uh, during a, a reunion special that they had, that Fortnite stole his poison dance. Remember when he's doing the air band? Oh, I do that remember his poison, poison dance. And then he does that dance. It's a really good dance. But in the show notes, you can go see there's a video where they match it one to one on this. And the thing about this is this is a dance that Donald Faison made yeah. up on the spot that day. Oh, my God. It's the same dance. I'm watching it right it's now. It's 100% the same dance, right? Like, movement for movement, with the exception of the feet. Like, they didn't nail the feet. But, like, overall, that is the same dance. Well, and the thing is, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, like, it wasn't Donald Faison. Yes, it was. That was the, it, no, I, I oh, know Oh, gotcha, it was, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But it was the dance that 
like Bell Biv DeVoe did in the video. It was <clears throat> Donald Faison copied 100% the dance that Bell Biv DeVoe did in the video. Did he? So, yes, 100% copied the Bell Biv DeVoe dance. Now, hold on, I gotta see this. It's the exact dance from the video. I don't know, man. Watch the opening of the video. I am. I'm watching him right now. If you watch the video, it's you see it. It's the same dance. Like a minute 30. That's where I'm at. See it. That's what I saw. I'm watching them in the background right now at like 2.30. It's the same dance. But it's not. I disagree, man. You're you're disagreeing with me in choreography at I am. the moment is is really what's happening. And I'm and I'm telling you, like essentially it's the same dance. So according to Donald Faison, right, about that dance, right? Uh Donald Faison was late to the set that day and hadn't uh got his hadn't really had his sides ready for that shoot. And so he was late and they're like, Hey Donald, you need to you need to do the dance. He's like, Yeah. What uh what song are, what song am I dancing to? They're like, you read the script, right? He's like, Yeah, no, totally. Read read the script. Absolutely. Yep. I gotcha. Let's uh let's do this. And then they start playing poison. He's like, oh, all right, cool, I got poison. Uh and then he's according to Donald Faison, made up this dance right there. And I know you appreciate his artistry enough to know that that is his dance. If you look at the video, there are there are certainly similarities you can draw. I'm I'm sure I'm sure Donald Faison took a few liberties because he's a good dancer and a good artist. And he he went he went down at maybe a couple different roads, but it is very similar. It is very very similar to what you see. Okay, in the video. I I can give you I can give you that. I can So to to I I got to tell you like for Fortnite to to appropriate that is a is a flattering and and b you know maybe you know pay the guy here we go uh right so that's the other part so while he's telling the story and he's like so they jacked my they he said they jacked my shit right if you've seen it you can play oh they totally they, stole they jacked my shit for sure now, bill lawrence the yeah. creator of scrubs is on stage with him because i have a panel which by the way i'll link to the show notes you're a scrubs fan you'll absolutely love this panel and he's like by the way fortnite approached me about the dance and said, Hey, legally, uh, we know it's just a character dancing and no one really like owns it, but we just want your blessing as the creator of scrubs. Can, can we have, can we have the dance legally to cover our troubles? He's like, yeah, sure. Like, like do, do it. And Donald Faison's like, I, I didn't get paid. Like, I'm not dancing. I'm not doing this dance. You, you just play Fortnite. I'm not doing it. And Bill Lawrence made a joke. Like, well, actually we all got paid for it. Like I went on vacation and like went and had a good time for it. But Donald Faison looked, and I couldn't tell what's an act and what how his feelings were actually, like if they were actually hurt. But he did not look too happy about the fact that they jacked that dance from him. I and I don't think he should be happy that they jacked that dance from him. I mean, uh, honestly, uh, those of us who are uh, fans of Scrubs, it's such it's such like a like a niche thing. Like there's there's not CJ. There's oh, yeah. not a ton of people. That you're like, oh, I fucking love Scrubs, and everyone's like, oh, scrubs, I love Scrubs, yeah. right? No, it's no. it is it, right. It is it is when you uh, find that is, person in a room, you're like, oh, right. You identify them, yeah. and it's right. It's it becomes a thing, right? So the 
the Donald Faison poison dance. That is a uh, that's such a good. It's it's the episode is is he's actually auditioning to be a part of an air, band. air guitar yeah. band, yep. <laughs> like an air so band, good. and it's so like it's something putting, that, that putting, if putting the dance in there is so out of context because it has nothing to do with actually what's happening. Right. He wants to be a part of an air band. And the song that they end up playing is like, uh, it was like oh, a journey. I think song? it was journey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, right. I mean, it, it ends up being this ridiculous other thing um, that the, the dance was actually inconsequential, but it was a vital part but, of, his character yes. in Scrubs. Yeah. And it was so important. It was well, so important. And I think it speaks to the larger fact of Turk and Scrubs dances all well, the time. Well, for sure, right? I mean, Turk, yeah, that's part and of Turk's character. But like that. this this specific thing, right. like Laura uh, actually refers to this all the time. This is actually one of her favorite Scrubs oh, episodes. It's a good episode. so, well, it's it's such a good episode. But like this this thing in particular, his dance his his air band dance to poison quote unquote um is one of Laura's absolute favorite moments in scrubs so to have fortnite sort of appropriate that and take it as their own yeah I, i'd be a little pissed off and too. this isn't the first person that they pissed off by ripping off dance moves so two million snoop dog right have both kind of come after uh epic who who makes fortnite uh, saying, hey, you ripped off our, our dance moves. And unfortunately, the U.S. Copyright Office does not grant individual dance moves any kind of protection. So, I mean, like, it's it's free reign legally, but people are just going, all right, like, pay the man. Like, that's his dance. That's Let me ask pay you this. Man. If, like, if it was a moonwalk, if it was a moonwalk, would it be trademarked? Uh, no, I don't think the moonwalk was trademarked. Can you trademark no, your you dance You cannot move. trademark a dance move. What you cannot trademark it? It's it's a copyright. I, I guess you can't and, copyright. And that's I think why maybe I said there's the a, moonwalk because right because who did the again, moonwalk? I but well, all right. How how far down the CJ? Road? When you hear CJ? moonwalk, you think Michael uh, Michael Jackson. Michael However, Jackson. comma Michael Jackson stole from other people. So that's that's the thing. Michael Jackson did he? he? Did. Who did the moonwalk but, before Michael listen, Jackson? No one. The answer the James is, the answer is nobody knows? cares who did it before Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson. Popularized the moon. I guess that's where I'm at, right? Like, like, can't you can't you trademark a dance move? Can't according to the article I'm reading, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know, but according to the article I have here, the U.S. Copyright Office (laughs) says no. Like that that is the most definitive (sighs) statement. CJ's like, I'm not a lawyer. No shit. I may just be a humble chicken. But I, I say, say, I say, I say, I may not be a lawyer. I may just be a humble chicken. I say, <laughs> and you can't copyright a dance move. How do you go full on foghorn leghorn? I say, I say, boy, I don't know. Before, before the rest of the episode, boy, this is how we're gonna do it. It's good. Um. Good. So listen, if you're a fan of Fortnite, hey, listen, dance for Donald Faison if you can. I don't know. Find the guy in Venmo, like throw him like five dollars. Say, hey, thanks for the Fortnite dance. Right. Give it. Give it to him. Sometimes it's 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 really nice to just pay an homage, and sometimes it's just guy love between two guys. Joshua Burns, yes, sir. You know I'm a what's the polite word for cheap, right? Very very cheap. Two things affordable. Uh, no no no. I'm I'm cheap. I think we're I think we're okay to say that. I'm I'm comfortable in who I am to say that I'm cheap. 
Uh, funny thing happened to me today, and by the time you're listening to this, I'm sorry, it's over. It's not going to happen. Uh, I was watching a little bit of YouTube, and an ad popped up, and it was Chris Pratt. He's like, blah, 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 don't skip this ad. Just don't skip it. Something great's going to happen afterward, okay? Just trust me. I was like, okay, Chris Pratt, you have my attention. And they played a trailer for the Lego uh, the Lego Movie 2, the second part. And I was like, um, okay. And then the ad kept going. It's like, don't exit this. Don't press skip or you're going to lose your spot. I was like, lose my spot in what? And then I looked at how much time was left in the ad. And it was like an hour and a half. I'm like, what the hell is this? It was the Lego movie. The complete Lego movie was shown for free today on Black Friday as an ad on YouTube. Right? So I was like, as an ad? As an ad. But there was the complete Lego movie, and they only had little breaks to promote Lego Movie 2, Part 2, the second part. I was like, this is really interesting. So then I was like, what else is YouTube doing that supports my need to not spend money for things that I love? And I came across this. YouTube is streaming free ad-supported feature films that are quietly rolling out uh, or have rolled out last month. In the free-to-watch category, Legally Blonde, uh, What's the Worst Thing That Could Happen, Zookeeper, Rocky Four. I see sleepover. Ugh, Agent Code. Listen, Bank. these aren't great movies. You know, I mean, Rockies in there. By the way, oh look, all like all the Rockies, Terminator. No, I mean Terminator's yeah. awesome. Yep. Uh, Out of Time, which was a Denzel movie. <laughs> I could, you know, a movie okay. we had talked about a few weeks ago, which is Hackers, up on there. That's on there. Curious, um, and that's worth it. So there's a few movies on here that are are, are worth your time, right? Oh, with great power. Uh, the Stan Lee story. Ooh. Oh, no. Return to me. Oh, have you seen Return I have not to seen me, Return CJ? To me. So Return to me is a movie where David Duchovny loses his wife in an accident and her heart goes to Minnie Driver. Oh, jeez. Who needs a transplant. And Minnie Driver has sort of been raised by her grandfather, Robert Loggia, and 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 his sort of she works in a restaurant that is owned by her grandfather and his friends. Sure. Um, and it's like Robert Loja and, you know, some other like super old Irish guy that we all know. Um, and she's sort of a part of this, you know, old souls group of friends. Right. But, but Duchovny finds her by accident and she has his wife's heart. Oh, jeez. And wow. this movie... Re- this movie, Return to Me, is so, so good. It is so good. That is, it's one of those little known. Right, right. Like, right pe- people don't know it. It's wonderful. And it's one of the movies that's free, which is absolutely fantastic. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels mm-hmm. is also on this list. So is Biodome. Um, and listen. No, no one should ever watch <laughs> Biodome ever. I think Calm down. I think you should obviously have a, a huge bottle of wine and just no one should ever watch Biodome ever. Four weddings and a funeral is on this. So list. there's some good movies on here. Is what I'm saying. Throw Mama from the Train. Billy Crystal you said Biodome. Danny and DeVito. That kind of disqualifies you from talking. Oh, I'm not allowed to even mention the fact that Bio- I'm just mentioning the fact that Biodome. I'm not at all going. Oh, Saved is on there too. If you want to see Macaulay Culkin and and uh, what's her face, Mandy Moore. I'm not, I gotta tell you the the further I pitching. scroll, oh, it gets pretty bad. List. It gets pretty rough. Stay yeah, on the, the, the first half of this list, but there's some movies on there that are 
are some of them are good and a lot of them are garbage. So I mean, you'll find some stuff, but it's free. So like, hey. So if you're interested in seeing all the Rocky movies, they're on here. Um, yeah, if you haven't, and if you're gonna like see Creed two, I highly suggest you watch Rocky four. I mean, obviously the Denzel movie Out of Time that's on here. You should watch that for sure. I mean, anything Denzel well, you should yeah. watch. Oh, Man of the Iron Man. But, but, but my actually my big takeaway from this is Return to Me. You should watch Return to Me because it is so, so good. I'm glad we could find a, a nugget out of the, a diamond in the rough. Out that, of all is, these that is a diamond in the rough, a there nugget, if you will. Look at that. So uh, I link in the show notes to, for the YouTube uh, free section there. Again, supported by ads, so enjoy an ad in the middle of your movie. It's kind of like watching it on TV. But uh, okay, return to me an hour fifty five. All right, I can, I can get down. It's a really, I mean, it's really, really. All good. right, I'll put that on there. Everyone should watch it. Brian should add it to his list that he'll yeah, never watch. Although I'm sure somehow he has seen that. You know, I don't know. Who knows? You haven't seen. Return I have to not me seen so Return to Me. I haven't even heard of it. You have. Oh my god! It sounds Just like a movie I would love. Jenny. Watch it with Jenny. It is really, really good. Well, as we know, ladies and gentlemen, it is one of my hobbies to go around the internet and find the weird, find the obscure, and then I ask, well, Josh, for his tech perspective. Oh, it's so one-sided. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you could get a more opinionated view, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. This is as opinionated as you get. Let's go. You know, some people pride themselves on like hiding their opinion, just being journalistic in their approaches and just examining the cold hard facts. I and turn to you because like I want to be I want to be as I want to be as neutral right. and as unbiased as I can be. And what I do when I hear that is I fucking kill that person and I stomp them into smithereens because there's no room unbiased on this podcast in my unbiased opinion i think you do a really good no, job yeah. of, of that you've been stomped to smithereens that's what's just happened so pottery barn right we know the the store pottery barn they have dabbled in more traditional i believe that's red expensive gaming accessories and it now offers a complete line of playstation themed furniture the full mm-hmm. set right the whole set includes a media center a coffee table a beanbag chair and it will set you back more than $2,000. Now, to put that in perspective, that is five new PlayStation 4 Pro consoles and five copies of Red Dead Redemption 2. Well, I mean, I got look, it's important to note that Pottery Barn is the place that you go shop when you've made it. And you don't care about the money that you're spending. <laughs> Excuse on me, anything. sir. I have a large Red- pile of money to burn. Exactly. I need a bookshelf. Um, Can you procure that for me? It's like it's like you know, I could get a shirt at Kohl's, but instead I go to White House Black Market. Right. Okay. Because I'd rather spend two hundred dollars on this shirt than thirty. It's the same thing. Um, I don't. I don't have a problem with Pottery Barn uh, making a buck. Yeah. 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 Putting a room there for people that can afford it. That's. I think that's fine. It's great. Uh, it's it's here's, not it's not ever gonna be it's not ever gonna be my my right. room. Here's right? the because Brian's redecorating his palatial estate, so I had to send him some <laughs> a design ideas. No, no, I know, I get it, I get it. But like, even this, like, this is too like the problem is this is too pedestrian for right. Brian. Okay, right, yes. He has uh, like like I, I, and I know for a fact 
that Greg Berlanti has visited his new place and has been like, uh, these walls are too small. <laughs> I What I need you to do is knock out this other wall. And what we're going to do is reverse flash this whole <laughs> shit. You've made a, a I think you've made a, a pretty good replica of the, the Star Labs uh, command center. But the scale is just off. Can you can you knock out a wall or two? Yeah, that's kind of what's happening at Brian's house Makes right sense. now is that Greg Berlanti and Brian are are retrofitting right. Star Labs into the palatial estate, just into a corner of a room. But in, in a way that Pottery Barn could never possibly hope to achieve. <laughs> so we've got we've got away from what we. Oh, we initially were talking about. So I'm gonna. Uh, no, no, I, get, I, I think, get it. I, I know. I don't I think just, we have. I think we've completely dismissed fucking Pottery Barn I altogether. Bring, I want to bring it back for just and one thing. And said, you know, go ahead and go fuck yourself, Pottery Barn. Greg Berlanti is outfitting Brian's palatial estate the way. Here's it what be. I want to bring it back to. There is a, uh, a an icon wall light, right? That's inspired by PlayStation that runs for two hundred dollars. <laughs> You're bringing it back to just one listen. light. It's a it's a thirty two by twelve LED powered light, and inside of it. It's filled with games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. It's filled with eight games. I'm looking at them. First off, they're all PlayStation 2 games. They're all PS2 games. And they're all the really shitty, like, iToy games that you can get, like Operation Spy and Antigrav. And then I think somewhere in there is MLB The Show from, like, 2004, maybe. It's just... I mean, if you really want to sell a product to people who are like, yeah, PlayStation, I'm all about that PlayStation life. Here's $200. Those are not the games that you show off to in- entice those people. Well, why, okay. Why does anybody want this? Uh, because PlayStation? I, I, I don't know what to, I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, the real I answer is no have, one wants it. I don't, I don't, I don't have, uh, I don't have Brian's undying love for PlayStation. Me neither. I don't really, th- I don't really think that. Uh, PlayStation and Xbox are that different when oh. it comes to console. Gaming. Oh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna disagree with you on that. No, one. No, no, I know you're gonna disagree. I there's there's a few titles great, but regarding re- regarding the gaming experience, I don't think they're that no. different. No. Okay. Okay. Well, that's you. And I've I played video games. The problem is, you know, I play Madden. Uh, Madden's the same. PS4, Xbox, same thing. All no. the games that I play are the same. So I don't care. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time where uh, That Can Nerd gives a topic, a product, uh, a game, whatever. The third degree in a segment that we call the nerd degree. See mm. what I did there? I see. So uh, this is this headline just kind of irks me a little bit just because whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure Game of Phones will be my new favorite party activity. So this thing is a strange game. So it's a card game. Uh, and like one of the cards they show here is uh, send a message to your parents. First one to get a reply wins. So it has little uh, little challenges that you have to do uh, using your cell phone. One of them is also like create an emoji masterpiece or the most cracked screen wins this card. But did you really win though? Like really, if you won that one, did you, have you really, have you really won? Uh, but there's other things on there, like write a reply in a message thread that you would never send and find a product that is related to the, uh, is released, excuse me, and uh, find a product that is released in the decade that you were born. This seems like little challenges that you would do with your phone. I'm just not sure the like the repeatability of this. It's so it's essentially, 
a scavenger hunt type game while you're in the same room with people on, you know, and you're just, you that just, sounds like a dare too. Like a lot of uh, some dares in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's some, there's some dare, uh, components to it. Um, I, I don't like what's the, um, what's that game where you just say ridiculous things? Mad Libs or the, the one like I'm a it's the card game. There's the card humanity, cards against humanity. The, yeah, so it, it's it's like that, but like you're using your phone and actually interacting with other human beings who aren't in the room, who aren't in the room, uh, which is weird. I mean, look. So so he, here's the thing. I'm all for integrating your device into a game that you're playing with other people. Um, I'm, I'm not all about getting people that aren't in the room involved like your parents. Right. Yeah. That just seems stupid. Um, but you know, all in all, I, here's the thing is $20. CJ, you, I mean, we both hang out with groups of people, right? And when we're at a party, you look around and like, even, even if you are, you know, and and I really do try to be like I I go when I'm at a party, I go do not disturb on my phone so that I can really be in the moment with the people that yes. are around me. But while I'm do not disturb, there's always those people who just can't fucking look up from their phone the entire party. Yep. And in that case, I think a game like this makes sense. Like if you can't look up from your phone anyway, asshole then we should probably play a game where you can just fucking be in your phone, right? right? And then maybe you'll pay attention to the people that are around you in real time, you piece of shit, <laughs> because you can't fucking possibly interact with the people that are in your life, you asshole. <laughs> tell me, will you do me a favor? Because I, I really want to get the whole picture. Will you tell me how you really feel about people that are like that? I'm just curious. Oh, I actually won't. I actually won't tell <laughs> so, you how I really So feel. here's... That's oh, way worse. It. So here's the deal. It's twenty dollars. That's not a lot of money. If if you like things that are like Cards Against Humanity or something with a little bit of a dare to it, uh, I think it's fine. I can think of a couple people I can play this with, but a lot of people that I couldn't. Uh, can I ask a question? Uh, sure. You said it's twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Yes. Is it twenty dollars for me? Or is it twenty dollars for everyone who I want to play? No, twenty dollars for the deck of cards for the the pack. You have to buy physical cards, and that comes with a code that everyone can share. Mm. How many? How many people? Can no, no, share no, 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 no. You you buy Game of Phones. Okay. It's in a box with a shit ton of cards. Okay, it's your turn. You put down card, and it says "Person with the most craft screen wins," and everyone goes, "Got it." And then, all right, John, are they? Your... Are, are people playing with their phone? I don't okay. understand. Are they playing? Yeah, with so their let's phones? roll this back a little bit. So Game of Phones is a simple game. You Everyone sits down with their, their phones at a collective table, gathering, whatever it is. They have to sit? No, Josh, they don't. They, I'm not talking. Well, you said everyone sits <sighs> right, down. I right. just, I'm, I'm just trying so to get the parameters right. You, you gather a group sit? of people around so they can talk to each other and hear, but have telephone device in hand. Does it have to be in a house? Can it be around <laughs> Could be a, a boat bonfire, right? Just not. Could it be on a just, boat? Just not be in on the boat? water. Yes. Just not, not in the in water. water. Okay. okay? It could be a megalodon nearby. Could not be a megalodon nearby. <laughs> However, you live your life. Whatever life choices have arrived you to where you're at. 
Okay. All right. Fair enough. You play a card where it says, "Hey, Josh, it's your turn." You pick up a card that says, "Text your mom. I want a delicious. Can I microwave a turkey and see what her reply is?" So you're like, "Hey, mom, can I microwave a turkey?" Uh, dude, I gotta tell you, like for the like most of the people I know, if they text their mom, that response is coming tomorrow. Yeah, which say la vie, such such is life. Well, but but how does that help it, the game? It, the, oh, like, if, no points let, for you. Let me let, let me ask you this. If you texted your mom something right now at ten thirty, are you getting a response right That's now? A great question. Let me. Uh, what, what? What should I? I'm. I'm live. Go ahead. What do you want me to? What would I? What would I send to my mother? Just say, "Hey, mom, how are you?" You're not getting a fucking response. There's no way. All right. It is ten thirty seven on Friday, Black Friday. Ten thirty seven on Black Friday, and I just sent my mom. Yeah, hey, mom, it's not gonna you? fucking happen. She's so not gonna respond. She's and we'll asleep. see how long it takes for my mom. She's asleep. Let's see what happens. I, I know it was delivered. It's iMessage. I sent it. Let's see what happens. Okay, so it sends that right. Or this one here. Find the weirdest real news. Oh my god, Josh! Oh, she's, real, she's real time responding. Update. I have here bubbles. I have bubbles, Josh. So like one of the cards is take an unflattering picture of yourself. Oh, that's every that's every photo of me. Yeah, right. Or find a photo that you should have deleted. Right or video call someone in your contacts first to connect wins. All right, I I don't I don't hate I don't hate any of this. You know, and and the reason I don't hate it is that it's actually forcing social connection, uh, which games don't do yes. in general. So I I actually really like this as a thing. Um. The the forced parent interaction, I'm not a fan of. That that that, that was just me making oh, up a okay. scenario. I, I, I don't think I there's a it forced. Was a thing. Like text your mother, and I'm Apparently. like, no, I won't. For for the record, by the way, I just like the record to reflect in our real time conversation. Ten thirty nine, sir. So a couple of minutes after, uh, I asked my mom, "Hey, how was your day?" She's like, "Good, thanks for asking. Had the day off? No Black Friday shopping, just being a domestic goddess. How was your day?" Oh. Wait, your mother said domestic goddess in a reply to you? Yes, she did. Swell day, I said. That's wonderful that your mother is a domestic goddess. Doing that podcast right now. Wanted to prove you would reply. (laughs) This late. That's the thing. That's good. Josh Burns was wrong. I sure was. Uh, my parents would not have replied at all. Period. Full stop. And then I will send a, a gif of uh, of laughing to her. Yeah. Now that you know more about this game, now that you have an idea of what it's asking, knowing that there's no app to download or anything else that's there, it's twenty bucks. You could get expansions for five dollars. Yeah. yeah. If 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 like if I was the guy that hung out with a bunch of people in a room. That played games. This maybe would be maybe a, a, a person who has a very swoopy haircut, and again having Pottery Barn decorate a palatial estate. He may that person may kind of enjoy this. Are you like when you say swoopy haircut? I think about Barry Allen. So are we talking about Barry Allen or are we talking about Brian Thornton? We're, we're talking about Brian Thornton. If if Brian Thornton in his new house invited me and I had to play this game, I would play this game. But only because Brian forced me by inviting me to play this game. 
And in no, like in no other Did circumstances. Did he force like an eyes wide shut party? I'm very confused on the context of. Um, I mean, if I had to wear a mask, I would. But I kind of feel like everybody would know who I was, even with the mask on. Because kind of like you're just like, oh, no, that's Burns. All right, Josh. So knowing that this is the nerd degree, we're going to use the, the same metric that we do every single week that we judge every single product with. Uh, and that is a uh, in, in levelness of social awkwardness that you somehow muster through. So, uh, to me, I think this this product is, is is pretty good. I would definitely try it out. This is kind of like when you're you're pumping gas and the person across from you at the other pump uh, makes eye contact and you both do the head bob up. But that person also like lovely lovely weather that we're having now. And you're just like, oh, we're doing this. Um, yeah, no gas price. Ooh. You're gonna make it through. But as soon as that pump hits and you're full, you're getting the hell out of there. Yeah, I, I I think for me, um, this is uh, I've got a full conveyor of stuff at Costco, and there's only one box left, and the the person behind me wants the box to put all of their things in their trunk, and I go, okay, you you go fuck yourself. I'm in front of you. This is my box. And I take it so that I can put all of my Costco things in it because I, w- I-, I want it, the box. And, and, and that's where I'm at. And listener, I'm going to challenge you to decipher what that means. I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> Who knows where Josh Burns? No, no, no. If you don't shop at Costco, I, I you have no idea what I'm talking about. I just don't know if that about. means that you approve of this game or or you don't approve of this game or No, I super approve, but not like no, I, but not like uh not like for public cons- consumption because I, I I think this game is So you're saying don't invite you over to play this game, but if you're with somebody that's Don't the thing, me over is, under, is the, is that if the, you, under the expressed idea that I'm going to play if this. You're, if you're behind me in line at Costco, you should expect for me to take that box. I'm taking it okay. from you, and so, it's mine, right? And then if I join you at your house okay. for this game, the game is mine, and you should expect that you're not going to win because the game is mine. However... Should I join this game at, say, like a Brian Thornton uh, housewarming uh, housewarming type thing, right? I may be more gracious. I may not just take it as mine. But uh, listen, all of you, if you're fucking behind me at Costco, go fuck yourself. Still don't know if you, I still don't understand if you like this or not. That's mine. Yes, that is, that is your answer. That is that is that. All right. <laughs> right. All right. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is time for our question of the week. Now, uh, with Black Friday, Thanksgiving going on this week, uh, I didn't publish uh, a question because I know the question that you want to ask me. It's the question that all of you have been asking me once you found out that I'm nerdy. Hey, what do I buy a nerd for, for Christmas? What do I buy my, my nerdy friend? What do I buy my nerdy brother? What do I do? L- let me answer the question, because I'm really tired of getting it. First thing, hey, maybe go to shop.thatkinnerd.com. You know, show them uh, some love for this podcast. Uh, if it's uh, Cyber Monday again, you're getting 50% off everything on the entire store, f- plus free shipping. Shop.thatkinnerd.com. Go check that out. But uh, if that's not an option, they're not listening to this podcast. First off, shame on you for not like sharing the pod. Like, What are you doing? Share the pod. Just, just share it. It's not that hard. But you can also maybe go uh, a little bit uh, handcrafted, a little artisan on some things. There's an article in 
<laughs> artisan <laughs> nerd artifacts. Okay, a little go a little uh, go a little unique. Something that you're not going to find at a at a at a Target or a sharper image. Sharper image is still a thing, right? All right. Yeah. So in the show notes are uh, 86 Marvel gifts that are so good that Thanos may give up an Infinity Stone for them. They're just that good. Uh, I picked uh, four that I think are just really superb, and I, I want to share them with you. And, of course, I will include a link in the show notes. The first one I have is uh, a poster for your Spider-Man fans in, in, in your life, because you know that you have them. It's a beautiful, handmade, uh, amazing Spider-Man poster that has them sitting on top of a, a building, bright blue sky behind him and just says the amazing spider-man it's really nice uh highly recommend it but if you're also looking for something with a little bit of color uh i got something unique that you think you're gonna really like it's a spider-man poster but it looks like it's neon light uh but it's actually a printed it's it's, it's something that is digital it's not lit at all but the it's so bright and so vibrant that it looks like it's popping out of the frame it's 15 dollars and you can get it framed. You can get it all the way up to 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 twenty four by thirty six. It's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, just stunning. Uh, I definitely think that you'll uh, enjoy it a lot. Finally, there is a minimalist uh, Captain Marvel poster uh, for people who are gonna see this movie uh, pretty soon, or people who are becoming fans of Brie Larson's portrayal of it. Uh, you'll enjoy it right now. It's eighteen bucks, uh, and it's just super low key. You can kind of throw it in there, and even if uh, someone's not a comic book fan. You can just think that they have some lovely art. But uh, one of my favorite pieces that I will, again, link in the show notes is a uh, a canvas wall art of Marvel comic superheroes, just their heads, just their side profile. Uh, but what really I like about it is, first off, Deadpool uh, facing you, waving, breaking the fourth wall, because that's what he does. Black suit, Spider-Man in there, Magneto, Hobgoblin, Punisher. The list goes on. There are a ton of superheroes on this sure to satisfy the Marvel fan in your life. So those four ones, highly recommend two for your Spider-Man fans, three for your people who just love Marvel comics, and one for the people who are just getting into Captain Marvel. Definitely worth your time. Uh, I looked at this article, and I super indecisive, and my answer was I want all the collages, the wall art, all of the Cat Avengers. I want the flash. I'm getting the Cat Avengers for my wife. That's that's a pretty solid one. I want the coasters, the keychains, the lamps. I want, I want the, the Spider Man and, and Spider Man and Deadpool keepsake box. I want the oh the decanter mm-hmm. for, for for me to put my booze in. That'd be wonderful. And all of this, all of this, is not my favorite Black Friday find. All right, what is? Melissa Castillo sent me a link and I immediately purchased this trio of t-shirts and it's a, um, it's, it's a, it's a Paul Walker remembrance. There are three t-shirts in all black. One of them says, dude, I almost had you. One of them says, remember the buster. One of them says tuna, no crust. And they are all, they are all original Fast and Furious throwbacks. I bought these three t-shirts for 20 bucks. Let me, let me tell you too, the tuna, no crust, which that's great. It's, it looks like it's it's the Supreme logo, but it says tuna, no crust rather than Supreme. It's fucking amazing. I bought these, 
I bought these three t-shirts for 20 bucks shipped to my house. I cannot wait to get them. Like it is the best black Friday thing I've seen because I don't think you can really celebrate Paul Walker enough. I don't, I don't really think it's a thing. Uh, I will tell you what you should not buy the nerd in your life. That's the pottery barn PlayStation room. All right. Don't do that. <laughs> nobody cares that much about PlayStation. Nobody cares. No, nobody about wants the pottery. pottery barn thing. No, but honestly, it really comes down to this because, in all sincerity, a lot of people ask, "What? What do I get my nerdy friend? What do I get someone who's really tech minded? Uh, like, how do I how do I handle that? They're they're so hard to shop for. First off, just like anyone who has a hobby, if, if like if they were into a sports team, you'd be like, "Oh, well, I'll get them a jersey." If they're into a comic, get them a print. If they're if they're into right. technology. Go get them a gadget that they can build, right? Go give go give them something that would be interesting to them. Don't buy them a paper a paper airplane drone that we discussed the other week. Don't do that, okay? Oh, sure. Just don't right. do that one. Uh, if you are like, hey, I have a nerd who likes to play with their phones but is actually social. Hey, why not go check out car uh, Game of Phones? Just find something that's on there and go for it. But if you're really in a jam, you can't figure out what do I get the nerd who has everything. There's one answer that will always make them happy, and that's a Funko Pop. Just go go find a Funko Pop of, of, of a character that they like. Get him a that kind of nerd hoodie. Get him a that kind of nerd hoodie. Cyber Monday deal. Get get that get that set up. I gotta tell you, this is a super I, comfy hoodie that I'm wearing. To push our own shit, but at the same time, I love this hoodie. <laughs> it's really, it's really comfy. comfy hoodie. And yeah. and I spent sixty dollars on a Spider-Man into the dark uh hoodie before. If you don't know what that is. Uh, you're lucky. I spent sixty dollars on a Spider-Man hoodie, and uh, it it's 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 tattered. But man, that thing was comfortable. This is my new favorite comfy hoodie. Regardless yep, of whether or not comfy. my face was on this, I would still endorse this hoodie. It's yep, it's damn super good. Comfy. But listen, uh, listeners, uh, a couple of you right uh, are asking, hey, what what can I get that kind of nerd? Because you've given us such entertainment over the the years, which is weird to say. Over the years, you guys have given us something great. Very simple answer. Number one. Like I said, share this podcast because sharing is the ultimate internet currency and we thank you for your donation. It's free. Just share it. Second thing, if you can throw a few bucks, go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. Not only will you get exclusive content like our spoiler cast of The Meg and Skyscraper and Peppermint, which by the and way... soon to come instant family. Can't wait. Soon to come instant family. Make that happen. Also, uh, if you are in the area where we live. If you're in that Allentown area, uh, let us know if you would like to come with us to go see Ralph breaks the internet and get your <sighs> and ass watch slapped. me get slapped in the face live. And if you're not in the area and you really want to see that, we'll have a live stream and we will be making an exclusive t-shirt of me getting slapped in the face. So check that out. So follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, that kind of nerd on the two platforms, that kind of nerd podcast on Instagram. But again, share, go to Patreon, check us out. Uh, but if you are really strapped, just be 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 great nerds. Just have a great time and, and just uh, keep listening to the show. So thank you, dear listener, for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. And we will see you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. Smithereen. Don't let the days go by, Smithereen. Oh, God, you went bush. You went full on bush. The <laughs> lyrics, lyrics, the first band where lyrics oh, damn, made no did. sense. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> let, don't let the days go by. <laughs>
<laughs> Smithereen. I also went bush. I'm sorry. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, it's so dumb. I gotta tell you the uh, so the stinger from last week's podcast. Um, everyone I knew lost their shit. Wait, which one? What was I forget? It was no. It was it was um you and I and Brian. Uh, but y- you fucking lost your mind over. No, you no. Oh. You said you were what talking. You were like, what is because his is is way, way way smaller than his father's hands or something. Oh, right, right, right. Because right. your father's hands are quite large. Sometimes you just need smaller hands. It was just and and fucking. I mean, I've gotten several comments that just everybody lost their shit. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it was fucking good. Oh my god, that was that was real funny. That's real good. Oh, I just I do. I just want Brian to be angry because I don't care at all about gaming consoles in any way. They're all the same to me. Can I play can I play Madden on it? Yes. Oh, same thing. All right, fair enough. I'm I'm I mean maybe I'm wrong. All right. I have a thermos full of Manhattans. I, I could be wrong all day. Got a thermos of Manhattan. Oh, you went a lot of smaller. Middle finger. 